Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You wearing shorts as well, Chris? It's, have you seen how hot it is today? <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing shorts too, man. <laughs> Uh, I should probably start the sucker up, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, welcome to another episode. Well, no, to the first of the uh, Mystery on the Rocks Hollywood series. Mystery on the Rocks uh, do Hollywood. Do yeah. on the Rocks do Hollywood? That's it. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, uh, I think um, uh, we finally got the best intro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You saying I should probably start this sucker up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, probably start this sucker up. <laughs> Do a podcast right now. Um, and, then, and then Ken Brennan can just get his motorbike revving. Oh, yeah. How good would that mm. be? Yeah. Start the sucker up. You just hear that. And then it like, cuts to the exhaust pipe, <laughs> shakes slightly as it comes and you just out. See, you just see um, I get on the back. And be, as as we're driving away, so my voice gets quiet. But I'm like, see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bad to the bone plays. <laughs> I wonder how many people listening caught the live stream last week. Yes, actually, yeah, if you did. And if you are listening to the live stream as well, you know, like send us an email, let us know uh, if you're enjoying it. If there's anything you're like, Masood, you go too fast when you make the drinks. Or, um, <laughs> but it's whatever. okay because you make a few more. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. I cannot believe the amount I drank two weeks ago mm. when we did two weeks ago that was quite I, fun I was talking to oh. someone on my thing after your street because you, you went and talked to John Robertson yeah d- it was quite fun I hearing did. him go um, well Suze it's absolutely fantastic but I think about time you went to bed mystery on the rocks oh yeah Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Hang on a second. Who's that coming in? walked in. Is that, Welcome. It's the listener. The listener. Hello. <laughs> Hello, listener. Hey, hey, listener. Thanks for swinging by. Hey, Thank how you. are you? Mm. Okay, good. Not very chatty. That's fine. Not, um, nothing to say. Get him a drink, Masood. What are you I'm making? I'm going to get you a drink. Yeah, yeah, I'll mix you a drink. Now, that, that'll make loosen him, the lips. Yeah. Fix him up a beef fizz, Masood. Beef fizz. Here we go. One beef fizz coming up. What are you What are you drinking, uh, Chris? Uh, all right, so I'm drinking... Oh, this is special. I'm drinking, yeah. a, I'm drinking a Marmite Mary. A Marmite Mary. Yeah. He said well, okay. this earlier. I said it sounds like horrible 70s slang for someone yeah. who's gay. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like really oh, homophobic. A bit of a Marmite Mary, that one. Yeah, like, <laughs> a, uh, like, a, like a kid goes to the school disco in a pink shirt and everyone's like, oh, look at him, a Marmite hey, Mary. Marmite Mary. Marmite Mary. <laughs> <laughs> So like something that Gene Hunt would say. And also, I, I put I, I put on such a deep voice that that must have been the staff at the school that were doing it. That's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not none of the kids are talking. All right, Marmite Mary. Question two in your textbook, page five. Go on. 
how, how many pink shirts does a dickhead wear? Go on. <laughs> so it's a it's a, it's called a Marmite Mary, which I, okay, I've done a variation on it because I didn't know. Basically, I wanted to make because you're we talking about a beef fizz. Yeah. As a joke, and I thought, oh, maybe I can make a beef beef fizz out of Marmite because obviously I don't right. eat meat. But I then thought there's got to be a Marmite cocktail, and there is. There's one called a Marmite Gold Rush, which um, oh. I couldn't make because uh, yeah, I. Tummy. One didn't have one of the ingredients and two couldn't be asked. Uh, (laughs) It was quite a lot to do. Uh, But the Marmite Mary is basically just like, uh, it's whiskey. You're supposed to use Shivaz Regal 12, but I didn't have that. So I just used a really peaty, peaty whiskey called Big Pete. So it's quite smoky. (laughs) Big Pete. Yeah. (laughs) So it's quite quite smoky. Big Pete Marmite Mary. They go around the (laughs) (laughs) bush. So it's it's Marmite. It's dry sherry. So like like Bristol cream. uh, Lemon juice. And then it's a Marmite and chili reduction. Oh, so you made you wow. made the Marmite and chili yeah, reduction? Yeah, yeah, I did that today when oh, I made my lunch. Right. And then, um And then it's also some tomato juice, a little bit of tomato juice. And um, I used really, really spicy coriander hot sauce. Ooh, and it's, um, yeah, that sounds really good. It's really that nice. Really it's good. really nice. Yeah. You'll have to send me the, the reduction thing. That sounds really good. Amazing. The Marmite Mary, not in this form, was made as a promotion uh, a, a bar in Birmingham, like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That's qu- quite quaint. What about you, Suze? What do you got up there? That looks, that's well, a nice glass as well. Thank you. We have one cut glass short tumbler left from the divorce. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... Okay, so what? I'll tell you my thinking. I only had a tiny, tiny bit left of my elderflower bowls. Just like oh, yeah. elderflower triple sec, I guess. I only had a tiny bit left and I was like... What would go with that? And I was looking at my collection of drinks and I decided to add a little bit of every single spirit that I've got. And so that's every single spirit. So that I had on the side, I'm going to call it a bloody hell. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's red. It's really red. So I'll tell you what's in it. Elderflower bowls, bourbon, (laughs) Campari, dry vermouth, sweet vermouth, gin, Vodka, rum. Do I say that? Um, uh, there's more. There, that's eight spirits so far. Quantro. They're all the way over there. What was in it? There was more. Judging by the size of it, there's no mixer in there. Persoa. No, it's just a. <laughs> it's just all. Shitting hell. Persoa. It's bas- It's every spirit. I'll put it on Twitter for people. Fuck. At Suzy K, follow me. Fire up the Quantro. Fire, oh my god, I'm going to call it Fire Up the Quantro. Yeah, that's great. There we go. Fire Up the Quantro. What um, about you, Masood? What have you got? This is a box car. So it's it's ah. it's the same as a sidecar, but you swap out the brandy for gin. So you have gin, you have uh, some lime, you got a little bit of orange liqueur and or uh, Quantro and a little bit of grenadine. Ooh. And you shake yeah. that up. It's very nice. It's very it's very sweet. It's sort of right. like um, it's a bit like a red fruit pastel. Oh, do you um, know what? This is a little bit like that. Uh, yeah, we're well. This is something a little different, isn't it? We're we're uh, we do Hollywood. What is that? What what do you? There are quite a few mysteries centered around Hollywood. Not necessarily the film industry, although it mm. is part of it because that's it's the biggest industry in Hollywood. But mm. like a, a, yeah. through the through the twentieth century. Mm. Uh, and certainly like during the golden age and stuff there were some mysteries and I thought it'd be cool to like do a themed series of those 
yeah rather than just picking them like we ha- like we have been doing and just doing like a mystery on the rocks do hollywood because yeah. i realized we hadn't actually covered any hollywood ones Mm-hmm. I think the closest we came was the Lady of the Dunes, who was supposed to have been in Jaws, and that was filmed in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like the the there's a co- the, because Hollywood was very seedy. It was well, yeah. <laughs> I thought let's do let's do Mystery on the Rocks do Hollywood, okay. and so that's uh, that's the first one of these. We did a vote on our live stream about whether or not to pull them randomly out of a hat or whether to do them chronologically. The result was to do them chronologically, and I'm glad because I wanted to do them chronologically. I think there's something quite interesting about like you know doing it sequentially um, yeah is there any like increase in severity or strangeness no 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 no, no, no no it's just yeah. it just i think it's just a, it gives a better flavor of oh, okay i don't know it just felt better than like going from 1920s yeah. to 1980s back to the 40s and stuff mm. i guess each one has a flavor of that era within a little it. bit yeah um yeah. don't worry listener this isn't going to be like a series of like 30 <laughs> like no. it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like a just a, a, a themed series of, uh, of episodes about the seedy underbelly of hollywood uh, mm. the first one though uh, is 1921 which is the death of virginia rap Was not a rapper. I just want to make no, sure. No, she wasn't yeah. a rapper. It's a good um, rapper name. And also, Virginia rapper's got that lovely rhythm. Da, 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 da. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Virginia rapper. I like a multisyllable first name and then a monosyllabic <laughs> surname. Maybe that. Maybe, maybe that's just because that's my name. Chris Dykes. Mm-hmm. Chris Dykes. Yeah. Well, my, my actual name's Christopher, isn't it? So. What? You really, what? This I could never call this. you that. That's my mind is blown. <laughs> what do you think Chris was short for? Just all. No, just Chris. I just thought. I just figured your parents were like, we're calling him Chris. Yeah, because some people are, some people are like that. Some people are like they're not Ben or Benjamin or they're not Benji or Benjamin or whatever. They're just like I'm just Ben. I'm yeah, like I think best. maybe they looked at me when I was born and they were like, "Who's going to be the whitest man in his twenties or thirties?" <laughs> <laughs> we got to Let's call him Chris. Um, so yeah, the death of Virginia Rapp is otherwise known as the Fatty Arbuckle scandal. Yes, I bet some people have heard of that. Without a doubt, without a doubt. But her name oh, yeah. sort of like doesn't get because he was he actually was on trial for it three times. And, yeah. Um, mm. It well, it ruined his career. Paddy Arbuckle was a, was a comedian, wasn't he? Was uh, he a silent yeah, film silent, star. Mo- silent movie silent comedy movie actor. Star, that's Have right. you heard about this listener? Yeah, they're nothing. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he was at one point the highest paid. Oh, yeah. silent movie actor. Of, oh, right. Yeah. Wow. Citation needed. But when this had happened, he had just signed a contract for three years at Paramount uh, yeah. for three million dollars which was huge. He was this bigger was than like, Chaplin. This was like back in the day when it's like the studio would just churn out like movies just like all yep. the time. They're just like yeah. just fucking week oh, after they, week. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh man. They were, it was literally, they called it the factory system of making Shit. movies. It's really amazing. Yeah. yeah. People on contract and you could be on contract and as an actor and they would not call you for the five years you were on contract mm. so you were nothing in that you were on a little retainer but you don't you don't be in any films but you couldn't go to another studio oh, it's, it's really bizarre there yeah, were five big studios or six something yeah this three million dollar contract was unprecedented so mm. like no one had got a yeah. contract that big right so he was like riding high and also he had this kind of like a vuncular demeanor like he was mm. supposed yeah. to be portly and jolly. Jolly fat man basically was his. Yeah, right. Name, I think his uh, back in the day when it's like, hey, listen, you're you're a jolly fat guy. We'll put make a couple of jolly fat guy movies. We'll put the jolly <laughs> fat guy in. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Fall over that butter churn, would you? 
We'll call you Fatty. Actually, my name is David. We'll call you Fatty. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's uh, all right. Thanks, Fatty. Great to have you. So what happened with uh, with Virginia Rapp? She unfortunately died. So while people know that Fatty Arbuckle was involved in this scandal, not a lot of people... You know, it's not her name that comes up. Right. People, people call it the, the scandal. Yeah. Uh, it became this huge scandal, but she was at the center of it. She she died um, and it became widely covered and massively sensationalized by the media. Um, yeah. So it was during a party which was held on Labor Day, September the 5th, 1921, mm -hmm. at Fatty Arbuckle's suite at the St. Francis Hotel in uh, San Francisco. She suffered a trauma. She died four days later. Um, Fuck. In hospital from. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought she was found dead. No. Uh, okay. No, no, no. This is right. this is this is another thing, and that's why it became sort of like uh, all mudded mm -hmm. in, okay. in terms of what actually happened. So she died mm. on September the 9th from a ruptured bladder and secondary oh. peritonitis. Peritonitis? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so that is. I always thought it was to do with the appendix. So it's yeah. um, uh, it's inflammation of the peritoneum. Uh, lining oh, of the inner right, wall of yeah, the abdomen right. and cover mm -hmm. of the abdominal organs. So that's officially what she died of. The exact yeah. events of the party are still unclear uh, because witnesses mm. couldn't decide what actually happened. Right, 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 okay. Mm -hmm. uh, some people that were there. The, but the main thrust of the story was that she had died as a result and the ruptured bladder was uh, and, the, and the peritonitis was uh, brought on by a violent sexual assault by Fatty Arbuckle. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Right. So you can imagine in the twenties. So oh, so she was what? Like what people say? Like she was dying, or she that, that the trauma had already been caused, and he just apparently he came in right. That beca because he was cinema's golden boy. He was a nice guy, jolly fat man, mm. a squeaky clean oh. image, and then this comes out, and the media latched onto it, and then it became yeah. like. And I don't think it had kind of happened before, where yeah. it became mm. such a huge scandal that um, it kind of like captured the. Ended up sort of being trialled by media, didn't it? Very much so, very much so. Because oh, yeah. um, okay. if you were on the jury, there's no way you wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah, yeah and, right. al and also, like like I say, um, he was tried three times. Mm. Three fucking hell, three times. Yeah. Jesus. From Fatty Arbuckle's side, because I, obviously I knew the story and I knew, about, I knew about the three trials and his career was ruined and over, but I didn't mm. know some of the little details that kind of led up to it. So he had basically the worst week of his life leading up to this. Oh, God. Um, so His wife left him, his dog died. Uh, and we'll get an so anvil fell on his head and then <laughs> stone cops chased him. <laughs> chased him really fast. And then his, a house yeah, fell usual. down and he, and he went in the, it, like the window went around him and that fell. Yeah. <laughs> his usual <laughs> trick of painting a, a tunnel and running <laughs> through it didn't work. <laughs> he got tied to some railway tracks and was going, help, help, but just silently. <laughs> uh, so in the summer uh, of that year, 1921, he was on. He he just signed that three million dollar contract right. starring mm. 18 silent films. He'd signed another million dollar contract with the same studio as well. So that's up to that's like three million dollars for the three years to star in 18 films plus a million dollars yeah. on top of that's four million. That's huge. Um, his latest film was playing in cinemas around the around the country, and that's why they had this party to celebrate. Right. Mm. Obviously, that didn't go to plan because he was arrested. Like, by the end of the week, he was just sitting in a prison cell. Shit. Bail mm. was denied as well. No, so like wow. The judge, the judge oh, my God. They gave what? bail to the dude who killed George Floyd. Yeah. 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 Derek Chauvin. Oh, my God. It's e anyone can get bail. So they, denied, so they denied bail. They give bail to drug dealers. This is fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. I guess they thought he's rich and he'll flee the country. Or something. So in, yeah. the, in the days leading up to this big party, mm. uh, he'd been in 
LA having his automobile serviced, but he accidentally... This happened not in one of his okay. films, this happened in real life. He oh sat down God. on an acid-soaked rag at the garage. The acid no. burnt through his trousers to his <gasps> arse, and it caused second-degree burns. Oh, my God! And oh. But in my head, when you've said that, it's all playing out in a silent movie, and he's like... Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and, and he's waving his fist at the mechanic. Yeah. He's like, and then he, he, uh, yeah. he has to jump arse first into like a barrel of water, and he goes, ah. The steam coming from his arse. <laughs> yeah. And then the shark's in the barrel for some yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened, and it secondary go burns on his arse, and he was just going to cancel mm. the trip yeah. oh. uh, to San Francisco. Uh, but his yeah. friend who'd organised the party, a man named Fred Fishback. Fred uh, Fishback. Fred Fishback or Fistback? Fishback. He had a he had a long um, Victorian yeah, point, curly yeah, moustache, moustache. Um, top hat, and a cape, and he was always going. <laughs> so he um, <laughs> uh, he was like, "No, we're not going to we're not going to cancel." Do the voice, Chris. No, we're not going no, to cancel. We dun, shall dun, cancel. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you shall go to the party, Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty Arbuckle's like, okay, boys. <laughs> Let's hit the road. Don't worry about that. Do you know how he um he he, he managed to make Fatty Arbuckle comfortable in the car? How? Uh, uh, he oh, secured a rubber it? padded ring for him to sit on. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Like a big old whoopee yeah. cushion, and then they managed no. to get him. Uh, they managed to drive up the coast where Fishbach uh, had reserved adjoining rooms and a suite as well. So in the in the in oh, okay. is it basically like Fatty Arbuckle? It was all on his dime. Yeah, was was he paying? Was he footing the bill on this party? Well, I I don't know. I re- I honestly don't, I don't, honestly don't know that. Oh. I imagine like money came from wherever it needed to probably i imagine the studio is probably like yeah whatever we'll maybe because that, that's also the time where they're just like they're just, they're just writing blank checks mm. nobody knows yeah. what the fuck's going on well it's boom time it's boom time the the the, the economy <laughs> just keeps going up it's a global economy now it can't lose but we all learn our lesson there was booze at the party despite prohibition um, right ah. so according to um what our book was said was fishbach had arranged everything the rooms, the guests, the booze. Right. So on the on the day of the party, on September the 5th, Arbuckle woke up and th- there were loads of guests there. Some of them were uninvited. He didn't know them. I like mm. the idea of them where he wakes up in, and they're in his room. He's like, well, <laughs> they're just, they're just <laughs> standing around his bed. He was, uh, he was walking around in like his PJs yeah. and right. his slippers. Uh, and then he saw Virginia Rapp and uh, a woman named Maud Delmont. They were there together, weren't they? Yeah, they- when he saw them and he said, he expressed concerns that their reputations might alert police to the fact that there was booze there because these okay. were, um, I don't want to say party animals, but they were they were socialites. <laughs> hey, <laughs> careful, Fishburne. These are fast women. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, we heard you guys had booze at your party. I can, can't confirm or deny it, ladies. Come on in. Not to worry, fatty. Everything will be fine. <laughs> He turns to walk away in disgust to get these women out of here, and then he trips over the rug, <laughs> and then the, the chandeliers come down. His, his trousers come down, and you just hear... <laughs> but the party went ahead. Booze flowed freely. He was kind of starting to kick back and relax. He was no longer focusing on his work schedule. Um, the burns were healing on his ass, so... Um, oh, yeah. they must have he felt was, amazing. He was just starting to feel a bit more comfortable. Um, Wasn't he only about 33 or something as well? Uh, 1887 oh he was born so yeah he was 34 33 or 34 oh, okay. uh, oh god he was younger than me and he's like biggest I'm, film I'm star big in the world yeah. Not to, don't feel bad Suze um, he, was, yeah. he, was, <laughs> he was the Chris Pratt of his oh. <laughs> 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 don't worry fatty we'll make you a big star if it was today 
he would have lost five stone. Yeah, he he'd, and he'd be and super cut. Yeah, yeah you yeah. won't believe what Fatty Arbuckle looks like now. <laughs> now. Maybe we should be calling him not so Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> also, like pictures well, Zerg. of this guy. you never disappoint. <laughs> His whole thing, the, the whole thing behind him was like his literal name is Fatty Arbuckle. He's so fat, but he's so light on his feet and could do all these stunts. You look at pictures of him and be like, that guy's not very fat. No, <laughs> he's just a, he's just a fairly... He just looks like a chubby man. Like, uh, it'd be like calling him Fatty Gervais. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was as round as like early David Brent. Yeah. Oh, that's not fat at all. He's no, just a guy. He's just like a guy. He's a regular guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. But so, then even then, I suppose you were Hollywood thin. Uh, Virginia Rapp at the time was 26. And obviously she was found severely ill. What Maud Delmont says happened, that after Fatty Arbuckle and Virginia Rapp had had a few drinks together, he pulled her into one of those adjoining rooms. Mm. And he said to her, apparently, I've waited five years for you and now I've got you. Oh, so they knew. Oh, so they had. He knew. He knew. He knew Virginia because she was. uh, She was an actress uh, and had been in a few films. And Maud Mm. Delmont was known on the scene, the party circuit, as a lady who knows how to find booze. (laughs) (laughs) And I sniff it out. After a half hour or so, Delmont said that she heard Virginia Rapp screaming. Right. So she knocked on the door. It was locked. She tried kicking it. After a delay, Arbuckle came to the door in his pajamas, wearing Virginia Rapp's hat, cocked at an angle. <coughs> he was smiling, and behind him, she was sprawled on the bed and moaning. And according oh. to Delmont, wow. according to Delmont, Virginia Rapp had said Arbuckle did it. Right. Which is a weird thing to say when there's Very only two of them in the room. Very odd thing to say when she's yeah. not dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he did it. He opened the door. They took <laughs> Rapp. Rapp was taken to another room, and a doctor was summoned. He attended to her. She stayed at the hotel for a few days before she was taken to hospital where she died on September the 9th of the ruptured bladder. Yeah. Right. The papers then just went apeshit and had a field day with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story that got out was that while sexually assaulting Virginia Rapp, the actor, Fatty Arbuckle, he'd ruptured her bladder and then he became painted as this... Crazed deviant. Yeah, yeah which yeah. went against the image that he was known for. Uh, yeah, he turned himself right. in. He turned himself in oh. uh, to the police. He was held for three weeks in jail. The mugshot of him went around the world in all the newspapers. Mm. Imagine him trying to lift weights in the in the prison <laughs> gym and they just fall off each end of the, of the, of the barbell. His lawyers went hell for leather, insisting that he was innocent. Right. And they kept asking... Right, the, they are lawyers. And they kept asking the public to make no judgment until all the facts were established. Mm. But then they realised that Arbuckle himself was going to have to make a statement. But his mm-hmm. story... Yeah directly contradicted Maud Delmont's. Right. But then it would, wouldn't it? It would. Because she said that... Unless he was like, I did it. She said that he'd taken Rap into the room and she heard screaming, gone to the door, he turned up with a smile on his face, so he'd answered the door and Mm -hmm. stuff. But according to Arbuckle, he said that Virginia Rap had become hysterical and she complained that she could not breathe and started to tear off her own clothes. And it, uh, I mean, that does sound like bullshit, doesn't it? It does, yeah. really. It totally she does. She started tearing off her own clothes. I couldn't even stop her. I was like, no, please put your clothes back on. Yeah, just put yeah, these exactly. back on. You're <laughs> repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dressing you with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he insisted that he was not alone with her at any point. Um, mm. Oh. And he had several witnesses to corroborate, to corroborate this point. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. okay. And then he, according to him, he found her in his bathroom being sick. Right. And Right. A couple of other guests tried to revive her because they thought, oh, she's drunk too much. 
Yeah. Right. And eventually they got her to a room of her own mm-hmm. in where she could recover, which she was moved to another room. He was charged with manslaughter and he was scheduled for trial in November. Mm-hmm. And this is where a guy called the district attorney at the time in San Francisco was a guy called Matthew Brady. And he was very ambitious. There's a new DA in town. His name's Matthew Brady. <laughs> <laughs> because it was this huge case, biggest case in the world. He saw this yeah. as a way of furthering his career. I can see him with his slick hair and his fancy pinstripes. Don't worry, honey. LA will be safe under my hands. Yeah, he wa- he's definitely the guy who like walks in and is like throws his weight around and he probably shouldn't be in a lot of the interviews and stuff, but he's just there yes. anyway. Yeah. He's, he's always walking in and the door like fully opens, like slams against the wall yeah. as he walks in. Well, what's going on here? Also, wasn't he sort of responsible for pushing this narrative where she was like this beautiful, angelic, sort of Madonna-style creature? Um, was, you know, she was just a random... Woman. She was she just was uh, a, yeah, reg- she was an a regular she was woman a, in her mid twenties. Yeah. yeah, she'd been but in a he, few films. Uh, and he was pushed a narrative where she was this perfect virginal yeah. bride, and oh. she was she was like she was known on the on the on the party scene, uh, right. in the movie world. She liked to drink. So Matthew Brady, he wanted to run for governor. It just feels like it's such a low bar to set for yourself <laughs> to <laughs> run for governor. Just like go. he was probably thinking, one day I'll be president. Uh, yeah. So that's First, I gotta be governor. First, I gotta be mayor. And he used Delmont as his star witness uh, during okay. the indictment years. So I for the see, first, right. So she'd been coached. So, right. yeah, the defence uh, had obtained a letter from Delmont. This is, like, this is quite huge. So Arbuckle's defence had obtained a letter from her admitting to a plan to extort Arbuckle. Oh. Oh, right. Because she had a history of, of mm-hmm. blackmail or all sorts of stuff. Uh, she, she was a fast woman. <laughs> she was known as Madam Black, right? So she had a history of fraud oh, and extortion. She would procure. She, she was white, right? We just want to make sure of that. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she would procure young women for parties, and oh, uh, where whoa. male guests suddenly found themselves accused of rape, and then blackmailed into paying Delmont. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. So she was. Wow. She was. A, she was the worst hustler. So she was running, a, is, running yeah. a racket. Yeah. Wow. Uh, there's also a telegram she sent to attorneys in both San Diego and Los Angeles that say, we have Roscoe Arbuckle in a hole here, chance to make some money out of him. Oh, my God. Shit. This is amazing because this is 100 years ago and you think, what a stupid way to make money. Like, women aren't believed now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she, so. she, she, like, it's really hard to get any, um, any men who've been uh, accused of rape put in prison, even if they really mm. obviously did it. did it yeah so like her going i've got a great way to make money we accuse these guys of doing something they shouldn't and get them it's to nothing. pay us to drop the charges it's yeah. Like, well, yeah no if they, they they could just see it through and be found not guilty <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah don't worry there's literally no even if they'd done it they could see it through and be found yeah not exactly guilty. just it's do like, that yeah and so that was that was discovered but brady even though he knew about it still saw it to trial I still used her Shit. So he was like, doesn't matter. It's I fine. still used to start witness. And also there were so many consistencies in what Delmont would say sometimes that she knew rap for a long time and then other times she would say they didn't know each other before the party. Oh, oh shit. So she's right. changing her story all the time. Yeah, so, so her story was inconsistent. And, did, and she was doing this at the trial and people were like, yeah, it's fine. Don't no, 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 no. When she was talking to Brady. Okay, yeah. Like she didn't go to oh, trial. I see. Okay. Without okay. her story straight. Um, the defense had obtained that telegram where she was planning to extort money from Fatty Arbuckle. And because her story kept changing, her testimony would have ended any chance of a trial. The judge found no evidence of rape either, 
Oh. And after hearing a testimony from one of the party guests called Zay Prevon. Zay Prevon. Zay Prevon. Yeah. Zay, take him away. And apparently, according <laughs> to uh, according to Zay Prevon, rap told told her Roscoe hurt me on her deathbed. Okay. Okay. And the judge then decided okay. that Arbuckle could be charged with first degree murder. Oh my God! Shit. Right. Brady had originally planned to seek the death penalty. Jesus. But the charge wow. was later reduced to manslaughter. Now, the first trial happened in September okay. of that year, 1921. He arranged bail after three weeks in jail. The trial began in November. The principal witness was Zay Prevon, who was a guest at the party. Mm-hmm. Fatty Arbuckle. He was estranged from his wife at this point. Uh, he told her that he did not harm her. I did not harm Virginia Rapp. Mm-hmm. His wife believed him, even though they were estranged, and would appear regularly at the courtroom to support him. Public opinion about Fatty Arbuckle had changed so much since the story had broken that people hated him so much and feeling was so negative Shit. that his wife, when she turned up to support him at court, she was shot at. She was what? shot at? They what? shot at her? Someone yeah, pulled out a gun and was like, while, um, yeah, check that while out, going bitch. into the courthouse. This is yeah. your fucking fault! Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. When you say that, I imagine a lot of people took shots at her, not just one person. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and she's, yeah, it's like, and the music's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, doing like, high knees. So Brady's first witness wasn't Delmont. It was a, a model called Betty Campbell who'd been at the party. And she testified that mm. she saw Fatty Arbuckle with a smile on his face hours after. The- this is all. This is all like such a Hollywood trial, isn't it? You could just see all these uh, women lining up to give. I say whatever you want, director, and then like, enter the court in a new fur yeah. coat. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this? I can't tell you where I got it. <laughs> um, Brady called Betty Campbell, who was a model who was at the party, uh, a nurse called Grace Holtson, who testified that it was very, very likely that Arbuckle had raped. Virginia Rapp and bruised her body in the process and also he called Dr. Edward Heinrich who was a local criminologist who claimed that fingerprints on the door Mm. to the hallway proved that Rapp had tried to flee the room but that Arbuckle had stopped her by putting his hand over hers because his fingerprints were also on the door because it was a big big hand over her little one oh Um, right yeah yeah. it's like a comical huge Um, (laughs) it's like an Alice in Wonderland (laughs) Arthur Beardsley who was the doctor at the hotel who was the first one to examine her were doctors in sorry to interrupt were doctors just in hotels yeah he's like maybe a posh hotel would have had one yeah it just feels like imagine being a hotel doctor doctor. yeah like just this guy in like a smoking jacket and his slippers going I wasn't expected to be called out this late (laughs) where's that girl well doc ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Doctor, what do you think? Dash is that? He testified that an external force <laughs> seemed to have been what damaged the bladder. 
an external During okay. cross-examination, Betty Campbell, who was the model that had been at the party, she revealed, so this was revealed in court during cross-examination, mm. that Brady, the district attorney, had threatened to charge her with perjury if she didn't testify against Arbuckle. Oh, shit. Oh. So, oh, so it came out that she uh, was Dr. Like, Heinrich's right, right. claim to have found the fingerprints they were disputed when the defence produced the hotel maid who testified that she had thoroughly cleaned the room before any investigation took place whatsoever. Oh, shit. You've got to remember, she didn't die straight away. So Dr. Beardsley, no. the hotel no, doctor who examined her the first time, he admitted that Virginia Rapp had never mentioned being assaulted while he was treating her at all. Oh, yeah. oh she would shit. have done, wouldn't she? Arbuckle's yeah. defence was able to get the nurse, Holtzson, to admit that the rupture of her bladder could very well have been a result of cancer. Oh, my God. Uh, the defence called various pathology experts and they testified that although her bladder had indeed ruptured because it had killed her, there was evidence of chronic inflammation and no evidence of any changes yeah. preceding the rupture. So in other words, there could have been no external cause for the rupture and it was probably a result of an underlying condition. Well, also, like, oh, I, I don't want to... I don't want I don't, I don't know if this is in keeping with our particular brand of podcast, but I don't think... I don't know how... Um, nightmarish a penis would have to be to rupture yeah, <laughs> your bladder. Yeah, that's got to be. Like, and that's got to do some serious acrobatics as abs- well. It's, it wasn't his penis uh, that ruptured the bladder. Okay. It, they, they were they oh. were saying that he was oh. so big and hefty that the pressure of lying oh. on her. Oh, his yeah. physical oh. body. That's what oh. that, that's what they were saying. Okay. They were saying again. What, so that, that he laid on her like a balloon yeah. and it just, it just and exploded. Her, only and her bladder burst. This is this is quite ridiculous because like. If he was that heavy, maybe he'd have cracked some ribs. Re- yeah, rather her. than yeah. Um, rather not rupture, rupture the bladder. her bladder. Rupture her, um, yeah. That's not a so thing. Also, in this first trial, and this didn't happen for a while, because bear in mind there were three. Fatty Arbuckle refused to testify because the lawyers, the defence lawyers, they found obviously the evidence of uh, Delmont's fraud and stuff, but they also found evidence mm-hmm. of um, unsavoury details from Rapp's past. And by unsavoury, I literally just right. mean what society deemed to be. So, like, because she yeah. was a party girl... She oh, liked yeah, yeah, that was all. That was all. Yeah. But because they found yeah. that they were yeah. planning on using it <gasps> uh, in, in the court and say, well, she just liked to drink and she liked a good time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and that makes her evil. And you're yeah. like, what? And <laughs> that she would take her clothes off at parties, because apparently it happened a few times. But Fatty Arbuckle was on trial for killing her. And yeah. uh, he refused to let any of that stuff be used in his defence because he didn't, out of respect for the dead. Oh. He was okay. like, no, don't, you can't <laughs> say anything that makes her look bad. I will not have this woman's honour tarnished yeah. um, by the wow. fact that she used to remove her coat. <laughs> <laughs> and as he said that really solemnly and full of dignity, he turned on his heel and fell straight down a manhole. <laughs> <laughs> but he got wedged yeah. in it. Oh, no. <laughs> and he was like, and he, and he's got his hands on his hips, which are just sticking out, and he's going. Oh. <laughs> and then, a, and then a, work, a work boy 
gets clicked over with his fingers and he comes running over with a tin of grease. <laughs> he puts it over the side and then as he does that, Fatty Arbuckle just slowly starts slipping down the hole going, that's the end of the scene and it goes down to a little pinpoint of like, like yeah. circle, what is it? They close yeah, the Yeah, like, like an aperture. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, so in the first trial during his, his own defence, because he obviously had to take the stand. That always, every time anyone we, we cover has to take the stand Himself, I'm always like, oh, Jesus, come <laughs> on. Sometimes <laughs> they insist on it, don't they? Just imagine the lawyers just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the step, the step beyond is when Ted Bundy was like, I will act as my own defence, and yeah. he was shit at it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But he he wore a bow tie to court and would just walk around going, I'm a very charming guy. But he. They, there were some survivors who'd got away from him and mm. he'd get them to describe what happened to them and then just get it, them to describe it again because he loved hearing it all Jesus. the while saying I'm innocent and I'll prove it <laughs> just say again what I did apparently yeah. Uh, yeah. Mr. Bundy are you where you have an erection nope <laughs> yes <laughs> oh uh, it's uh, the pleats uh, uh, <laughs> it's the pleats That's no further the questions no no there are plenty of further questions <laughs> he stands up and the boner knocks the bible off the thing <laughs> 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 he just takes his seat really proud. <laughs> so, uh, so during his own um, his own defence, when he was he was simple, direct, unflustered uh, in his testimony, he yeah. claimed uh, that he'd known Virginia Rapp for five or six years, that she had come into the party room around noon of the day of when she fell ill, and that sometime afterwards, somebody called May Taub, who was the daughter-in-law of somebody called Billy Sunday, I'm sure that's important, mm. asked Fatty Arbor. My God, these. For Billy, Billy Sunday. Sunday. Apparently, I'll look up that um, name. Apparently, May Torb had asked Fatty Arbuck for a ride into town, so he'd gone to his room. That was when he discovered Virginia Rapp in the bathroom being sick. Okay. Uh, he then claimed that she had told him that she felt unasked to lie down. He carried her into another bedroom, asked a few of the party guests to help treat her, and when Arbuckle and they and right. then re-entered the room, they found her on the floor near the bed, tearing at her clothing, going into violent convulsions. So there's various witnesses yeah. who are like, this is how to we found her. To calm her down, right. yeah. they placed her in a bathtub of cool water. Uh, Arbuckle and Fishbach uh, took her to the room that they, they moved her to, called the hotel manager and the doctor, and at this point, all those present, they just thought she was just hammered. Even the doctors yeah. thought yeah. she was hammered, uh, and they they are called here hotel doctors. And I and I li- well see this is the other thing as well. It's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna open this hotel. Gonna be some pretty fucking crazy parties happening yeah. here. <laughs> we're gonna need a doctor, uh, not a good doctor, just a doctor, just yeah, somebody. Any who's, doctor. Yeah, I a man who knows how to keep his mouth and shut. So, <laughs> thinking that she was in good hands and thinking that she'd just sleep it off, Fatty Arbuckle drove May Torb into town. During the whole mm. trial, the prosecution presented medical descriptions of her bladder as evidence that she'd had an illness in his testimony he denied any knowledge of her illness at all and during cross-examination assistant district attorney leo friedman he aggressively grilled arbuckle over the fact that he refused to call a doctor when he found rap sick and argued that he refused to do so because he knew of rap's illness and saw a perfect opportunity to rape and kill her oh for god's sake I mean, it just sounds like he found a girl who he assumed, everyone assumed he was pit, she yeah. was pissed. Yeah. He assumed, oh, someone's had a bit too many and put her on a bed. Um, and yeah. then he calmly maintained that he never physically hurt or sexually assaulted her in any way during that party. It's weird that he had to right. say during that party. Uh, during the party and then he and then he winked at the female <laughs> members of the jury and then he stood up and his bone and knocked the bible off and knocked the bible off and I made a little is it did it. <laughs> he, said, he also stated that he never made any inappropriate sexual advances against any woman in his life after two weeks of testimony with over 60 witnesses including 18 doctors 
the defense decided to rest their case. Um, so this was in November. So it happened in September. This mm -hmm. was in November. And then uh, in, on December the 4th, the jury returned five days after being deadlocked. And they, were, they, they had, a, they had a, a 10 to 2 not guilty verdict. So they found not guilty 10 to 2, but because it wasn't unanimous, a mistrial was declared. Oh, my God. Right. I see. I didn't know that. I thought he'd been found guilty from mm. the off. Yeah. Uh, right. Arbuckle's attorneys, they discovered uh, that a woman named Helen Hubbard was on the jury and she had told jurors... The 1920s people's names, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Helen Hubbard of I'm old mother? <laughs> of real, old mother? Yeah, Hubbard? I'm imagining a really dour yeah. woman clutching yeah. a handbag like, mm, I saw him walk into the courtroom and I knew what was up. <laughs> uh, she told jurors that she would vote guilty until hell freezes over and she refused she oh. refused to look at any of the exhibits or trial transcripts she made up her mind in the courtroom yeah. How and then somebody filled up her cupboards if you know what I'm talking about and then she <laughs> changed her. her husband was a lawyer who did business with the district attorney oh, right. for God's sake right yeah. right right and they, they expressed surprise that she was not challenged when she was selected for the jury pool. Yeah, that's pretty... Oh, it's all so underhanded, mm. isn't it? Yeah. It's so bizarre that they went after this guy. That was the first trial. The second trial began the following yeah. month, January 1922. Oh. New jury. So he then had to wait New around. jury, same, same legal defence and prosecution, and the same judge. Right. Uh, the same evidence was presented, but this time, one of the witnesses, Zay Prevon, testified that Brady, the district attorney, had forced her to lie. Shit. Oh. So he changed, they changed Another their story. witness who Shit. testified during the first trial, a former security guard uh, who'd worked at the studios that Arbuckle worked at, he testified that Arbuckle had once shown up at the studio and offered him a cash bribe in exchange for the key to Rapp's dressing room. Right. Mm, okay. I just want to walk around in there. <laughs> Put on our coat and maybe her shoes. <laughs> Apparently it was to play out. a joke on her. <laughs> So then this, this security right. guard said he refused to give him the key. During cross-examination, his testimony was called into question when he was revealed to be an ex-convict who was currently charged with sexually assaulting an eight-year-old girl and who was looking for a sentence reduction from oh, the district attorney God. in exchange for his testimony. Jesus. So, like, Is when this going to turn out like Fatty Arbuckle's the only good man in 1921? Yeah, <laughs> and there's been none since. Like, <laughs> like he was the last yeah, good one. <laughs> yeah, and he was the last good man. Um, Coming up on 100 years. Because so, <laughs> it sounds like everyone involved with this DA, like he is mm. so desperate to get, to get to the top. Yeah. This is ridiculous. So in the in the first trial, Rapp's history of heavy drinking was left alone. But in the second trial, mm -hmm. they went into detail on it. The second trial oh, discredited okay. right. major evidence, such as the fingerprints on the hotel door. Our buckles weren't there because mm -hmm. the maid had cleaned them uh, and right. stuff. So she was yeah. like, "They can't have found them because I so I'm that's a, where this stuff I'm a maid and I'm out. good at my job and I've cleaned the hotel room." So. Yeah. yeah, I think you'll find. I, you know. I completely destroyed all the evidence in that scene. Thank you very much. <laughs> Heinrich, he was the one that said he'd found the he'd found the, um, the fingerprints. He took back his early right. testimony from the first trial and testified that the fingerprint evidence was likely faked. Oh, it's a mess. And so the uh, the defense with this time they were so convinced that there was going to be an acquittal, they didn't call mm. Arbuckle to the oh, stand, which was a bad move because some of the jurors took that as a sign of guilt. And um, so oh, an after another five days, the jury returned on February the 3rd, deadlocked, this time with a 9-3 to three guilty verdict. 
Oh, so oh it's God. worse this time. So it's yeah. But that's <laughs> what what's crazy about that is is that the first trial was the one where it looked like everything was going against him and they yeah. found ten to two not guilty. The second trial right. where the first trial was proved to be mostly lies, they came back with nine to three guilty. Yeah, that's so really yeah. weird. So like they So yeah. it's like what Suze was saying at the start like standing outside but the like courtroom. Tr- trial by media. Like do you know what I mean? Like this story's yeah. been festering yeah. and festering and festering. And then there, and then it finished, and then there was just over a month until the next trial, and the papers were mm. all like, "Oh, that's gonna happen!" And they finally gonna find out that Fatty Arbuckle is the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Newspapers just spinning in front of yeah. eyes, like woo woo woo. Yeah. The verdict for the second trial came back on February the third, and then the third mm. trial began the following month in March. By the time of the third trial. His films had been banned. Wow. Shit. Uh, newspapers... But their contract right Newspapers had been, like, like for <gasps> seven months, had just been telling stories about Hollywood orgies, murders, sexual perversion. So Hollywood mm. was already being... Like, people were starting to see how seedy Hollywood actually was. Yeah. yeah. Delmont, who was the, 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 the witness from way back in the first trial, she was by now touring yeah. the country doing one-woman shows. <gasps> As the woman, oh, this is amazing. As the woman who signed the murder charge against Arbuckle, and she was lecturing on the evils of Hollywood. And it's like months. This has. This isn't five years later. She was doing this. This is months. like. She's like my life's changed in a moment. Yeah. Do you reckon she'd started and finished on a song? <laughs> <laughs> she was like those Hollywood man. <laughs> That's the drink that keeps on giving. By the way, the Marmite Mary. Yeah. yeah. That last sip that I just did there was as full of flavour as the first one. By the time of the third trial, this was like, they were worried because they thought he'd get off on the second one. He didn't. And yeah. already, mm. the, and, it, and they were finding like majority guilty. The mm. By the time the third trial comes around, with everything that happened in the meantime as well, and the way the tide was turning, public perception and stuff, they were worried. So the defence took no chances. Yeah. So uh, his yeah. defence, a guy called McNabb, uh, he took an aggressive defence, completely tearing apart the prosecution's case with long, aggressive examination, cross-examination of each witness. Right. He managed to get in um, more evidence about uh, Virginia Rapp's medical history. And then right. another hole in the prosecution's case was open because Zay Prevon oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was out of the country after fleeing police custody and wasn't able to testify. Oh, like, this shit. bad's got a flag! <laughs> I mean, it's bizarre, isn't it? Because they're like... I, I mean, there's... I'm in sort of two minds over it because on the one hand, like, okay, yeah, use her medical history. Mm. Uh, it makes sense. But they dug up her yeah, lurid I mean, past. She loved to drink and take clothes off at parties. I'm kind of like, okay, you, she can still be sexually assaulted if that... Yeah. But like you say, they were like, right, we need to use... Yeah, and, and not only that, yeah. not only that, it was... I'm not gonna, I mean, it was 100 years ago. It's unenlightened. Yeah, you know? it's of like, course. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, no, believe women. It's like, well, she didn't say anything. <laughs> Actually, yeah, this right, is another yeah. case said, of believe women, isn't it? Like, she never once yeah. said about, about the fact that she was assaulted and yet people were still no, like, yeah, she was, yeah. don't you worry. Um, yeah. Um, I've, uh, don't worry, a little head lady. So, we read about it in uh, the papers. Yeah. Uh, Arbuckle... They did get him up to testify this time because that's they figured like oh, not yeah. Uh, so he must have been fried. Well, he was ruined, ruined at this yeah. point. Yeah, that's it. It's all his over. Because yeah. obviously been his career's been stuff. ruined, um, but um, he must have just been an absolute. Yeah, wreck. and also other other Hollywood stars that were his friends. Pressure was put on yeah. them not to defend him in uh, interviews and stuff. Yeah, Charlie Chaplin did. Charlie yeah. Chaplin did say that he doesn't or couldn't believe. Arbuckle did it and Buster Keaton did as well and got in trouble for it oh they both did so they were big stars Chaplin was in Britain though when he said it so he didn't get his wrist slapped but um, 
Uh, but yeah, Buster Keaton, okay. he got told off. Chaplin, who treated women amazingly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we've all seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How old are you? Too old. <laughs> <laughs> Buster Keaton was in the courtroom at one point and provided important evidence oh. to prove Arbuckle's innocence. Um, He's oh, really I just imagine, nice. I just imagine him sat there silently with his little dour with face. With his sad like, face going, ooh. <laughs> and what do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> you, listeners, you can't see, apart from the ones in the bar, but uh, Chris just did a very good Buster Keaton Yeah, face. that was very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's All flawless. we need to do is get him a train <laughs> yeah, and yeah, run yeah, him yeah. over with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of that um, guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the first trial, Arbuckle t- uh, took the stand. Uh, he maintained his denials, apparently did a heartfelt testimony about his version of the events at the party. Yeah. And then Buster Keaton was, was there to provide important evidence. Delmont was involved in prostitution, mm. apparently extortion and blackmail. That's what Buster Keaton said. So Buster Keaton outed Delmont. As, okay. As and then in the closing statements, the defence reviewed how flawed the case had been against him from the very start and how Brady, the district attorney, had fallen for the outlandish charges of Maud Delmont. Bearing in mind, her story had changed and Brady knew that as well. Mm. Shit, yeah. She got called, Delmont got called by McNabb, the defence, uh, the complaining witness who never witnessed a thing. The Oof. jury began oh. uh, deliberating on April the 12th, so the third trial lasted another month. So the oh jury began God. deliberations on April the 12th, took six minutes to return that's oh. amazing uh, and they that's nothing. and they returned with a unanimous yeah. not guilty verdict now they returned right. after six minutes but five of those minutes were actually spent writing a formal statement of apology for putting <gasps> him through the ordeal which was a dramatic move Whoa. in american justice now the jury statement i'll read it to you acquittal isn't enough for roscoe arbuckle we feel that a great injustice has been done to him. We feel also that it was our only our plain duty to give him this exoneration under the evidence, for there was not the slightest proof adduced to connect him in any way with the commission of a crime. He was manly throughout mm-hmm. the case and told a straightforward story on the witness stand, which we all believed. The happening at the hotel was an unfortunate affair for which Arbuckle, so the evidence shows, was in no way responsible. We wish him success and hope that the American people will take the judgment of 14 men and women who are sat listening for 31 days to evidence that Roscoe Arbuckle is entirely innocent and free mm. from all blame. Wow. After wow. reading that apology statement, the jury foreman personally handed it to Arbuckle and he kept it as a treasure mm-hmm. memento for the rest of his life. One by right. one, the 12 person jury plus the two jury alternates walked up to his defence table. They shook his hand and or embraced him and personally apologised to him. The entire jury wow. proudly posed with him for photographers after the verdict and the apology. Oh, my God. God, it's crazy, isn't it? Like, the whole thing is madness because even from the off, he was like, I don't want a party. My ass is burning. Yeah. And his evil <laughs> and friend was like, like yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I think you'll find you there's too. A, there's a couple yeah. of more uh, uh, sad details that came afterwards. So afterwards, it oh. was concluded that her bladder might have ruptured as a result of a dodgy abortion she might have had. Oh, Shit. I remember this uh, detail. Hadn't she had like 10 abortions? Shortly before the party. Uh, her mm. organs had been destroyed. It was now impossible to test for pregnancy. But get, right. and because alcohol was consumed at the party, Arbuckle was forced to plead guilty to one count of violating the Volstead Act and he had to pay a $500 fine. At the time of his acquittal, right. he owed over $700,000, which <gasps> uh, in today's money is equivalent to over $10 million. Yeah. Uh, because it was th- well it's o- that's OJ money that's probably what OJ had to pay for he was forced to sell his house which is why he robbed himself yeah. he was forced yes. to sell his house and all of his cars to pay some of the debt and there was no coming back from it in the public eye like he's, wow. he's, he's um, 
That's it. It's, it's over. Yeah. Absolutely ruined. Buster Keaton Shit. and other people took pity. I don't. Pity is the wrong word, but they they kind of like they supported him. They felt bad, so he did take on a pseudonym and worked as a film director behind the scenes. And I heard this. Yeah, he was able to make a living. What his pseudonym was? His pseudonym was. Tubby, Tubby Carmichael. <laughs> Tubby Carmichael. Uh, his alias was William Goodrich. Billy, Billy Goodrich. Otherwise, sometimes known as uh, Will B. Goodrich. <laughs> That's on the nose. <laughs> he directed a few films. Uh, he also did manage to return to acting in the late 20s, I think, and did some short reel, like, you know, mm-hmm. what were they called? The short reel films. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's like two realists. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. did some yeah. of them. And just before mm. he died, he died of a heart attack in 1933 at the age of 46. Apparently, I couldn't find any corroboration for this, so it might just be a flourish of a sad story, but apparently he'd just signed a contract with Warner Brothers to make a feature film on the on the oh. day that he died. Oh, really? But the... the, the wow. Just as he's signing it like, William B... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, like, it's still... No one's ever going to know what happened in the hotel to no. to Virginia Rapp. Um, I think what we can mm. confirm is is that Arbuckle probably didn't do it. No, nothing yeah. points but to it, does it? Also, when in trials like that these days, uh, they will p- patterns of behaviour will be taken into account, and mm. his pattern of behaviour would suggest no, it's not like with all the other evidence plus his pattern of behaviour, it doesn't suggest that that's what he gets up I to. Mean, yeah, right. It's one of these things, isn't it, where it could be like a, a series of mm. a, ser- a series of unfortunate events that all conspire to make it look mm. like. So, what what if what if Delmont was involved in this uh, scheme, extortion uh, yeah. of, of getting women for parties and then mm-hmm. accusing people of sexual assault? Virginia Rapp's underlying health condition caused this to happen, and Delmont saw that as a further opportunity to be like, well, we can get him for something else as well as. We can get him for a murder or yeah. something. And, we can and really, this played really into the hands of the district attorney who wanted to be governor because he's like, this will be the case of my career. It feels like a real perfect storm of all of these horrific people at this, in the same place at the yeah. same time. Like you've got this shitty DA mm. and you've got this this this, this woman who, who is, uh, you know, doing this extortion racket. If I mean, the extortion racket thing is, I mean, she probably was, right? She de- I mean, she definitely was. Um, or yeah. was she? I don't. But like, well, no, it does sound like it. Like, yeah, yeah she's a hustler, a grifter. And so, well, I mean, the fact that she went on around like months after the fucking trial yeah. was like time to hit the take the show yeah. on the road. Yeah, and, and this is like quite a bad singer going. Oh, the sun rises over the old hotel. <laughs> the DA sounds like he 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 sounds yeah like. Well, like a silent movie villain. Like, he's just like, he's he's like, I got to be mm. the governor. And at any cost, I'm anything it takes, I'm, that's what I got to do. And it feels yeah. like a lot of that, you know, is is caught up in, in just this kind of just a fucking horrible... It just, all of it feels really shit at the same oh, time. Oh, it is, isn't it? It's really grim and underhand. And yeah. it's, uh, I mean, this is the first in our series, but... I think stuff like this will come up a lot. Oh, yeah. Hollywood has a seedy <laughs> underworld. I don't know if you saw the year 2017 and what came out. I mean, it's a real, it's something I didn't know a lot about, this Fatty Arbuckle thing. I, I knew very little. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's crazy just the amount of all that and all the people involved that yeah. were so... It's a really sad story, isn't it? There's like no winners. No one won. Oh, apart from Delmont. <laughs> Delmont's he, like, yeah, I'm living the high life. Yeah, yeah what do you think happened, Suze? 
he probably barely mm. he probably barely um registered it yeah. he was on his way out to drive someone somewhere and yeah. he went oh she's hammered put her on a bed and left like mm. I, yeah i don't i don't think fatty arbuckle sexually assaulted this woman seeing as she never said he did and there were no signs of it <laughs> other than the media going I think we know what happened here well, what about yeah. you Chris what do you think uh, I think that I reckon that she was taken advantage of royally mm. both before she died and after she died yeah. by Brady and Delmont I think um, mm-hmm. I think there's very it's very possible that Delmont had this racket going when she realised that that Virginia Rapp had fallen ill quite so ill at this thing and then it was this that had happened to her and she eventually yeah. died from it i think she saw that as mm. like a really good way of nailing our buckle for a lot of money yeah, yeah. very um, possibly just yeah. if you're she real quick yeah uh, and, and and then i think actually she re- she realized that rather than getting the money from our buckle she could just collude with brady yeah yeah i think as soon as he stepped in and, and sort of showed his cards i'll scratch scratch you scratch mine because you gotta remember that her her story was full of holes and he still took it to trial yeah yeah exactly yeah amazing isn't it that's nuts well i I mean i've got something here that might interest you this is a very rare recording it's the only one i could find of delmont's closing song from her one woman show okay um would you like me to play it yeah all right All of you, you're completely outrageous. You want one more? Okay, you got it. I'll tell you how I became a fast woman in the hardest town to make it in all of the USA. If you've got the face of an angel, the mind of a fox, you're sick of these men calling all the shots. It's time to become, oh, sing it real good, the fastest woman in Hollywood. You can go to fine parties, drink illegal booze, Take advantage of fellas who'd ordinarily use you. If one ends up in jail and you get a sweet tour, it's collateral, honey. I'm just getting what's yours. Men have run this STEM show for thousands of years. Women winning for once is their ultimate fear. I'm demanding. I've turned duplicity into a career So I'm easy to hate I accept that it's true You despise the idea that men are easy to screw Virginia died And it's sad And it's the end of this song My friend is gone and her story wasn't very long. Virginia Rapp was killed unsuspiciously. We knew it all along. She died literally from a drinking game gone wrong. <laughs> 
man. Why aren't you clapping? Oh. Isn't that amazing to oh, have? How did you find that? that? Just, how did just, you find that, Sue? Yeah. I inherited from uh, a very old relative a collection of um, 1920s erotica. So that's the first part of our- Yeah, that was our uh, first yeah, Hollywood. Our Do Hollywood series. Um, awesome. We call it Hollywood Case Files. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know, what, this is the thing, I don't know so much about the CD underbelly of Hollywood. So that's, uh, thanks Chris, that was, that was super awesome. Yeah, that was wicked. Right. And yeah. if you're listening to this on Thursday morning, tonight, Thursday evening, every Thursday evening at 8pm, join us at twitch.tv slash mysteryontherocks for our Crazy last live week's was stream. incredible. Like, oh my good god, oh, it was uh, jump on our YouTube to watch that. So great, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can find all of us also individually on Twitch if uh, that's your bag. So, uh, Suze, twitch.tv slash Suze Kempner, Chris, twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes. There'll be something on there soon, yeah. there'll be something on there soon. <laughs> and I'm uh, twitch.tv slash uh, twitch.tv slash Masood Miles. Um, and we're also doing, you know, jump on our social media and all that stuff. You want to email yeah. us and be like, hey guys, I'm really enjoying the Hollywood series, but you've missed this yeah, one. Yeah, do that. Um, yeah. You can get us on mysteryontherocks at gmail.com, or you can just find us on social media, Mystery on the Rocks, but Rocks is spelled R-O-X. Because um, X can give it to you. Yeah. And if you've just chanced upon this, uh, why not subscribe, leave us a review, tell your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thank you, listener, as well, for swinging by the bar. Uh, yeah. Swing by next oh, week. That's weird. They just walked straight out. They didn't the even say goodbye. Shut. Well, they just stormed out and didn't even say thanks or pay for their drink. Unbelievable. Um, wow. We'll see you next week for another 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 yes. Hollywood case file. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.